Previously on the Twistcast. Last time on the Twistcast, we talked about Doom Patrol. Yes, we did. That awesomely ridiculous show. <laughs> uh, if you haven't checked it out, we highly recommend you do. Yes. Have they officially like announced that they're going to renew it yet? Yes. We will get to that. Ooh. <laughs> awesome. We'll, we'll get to all that. So yeah, if you haven't checked it out, please do. If you don't have the DC streaming service, uh, we also recommend you get that and go Split in. Split it with some Johns. Yes. There is no limit to Sorry. how many screens. Sorry, I'm from here. What do you want? I hate it. <laughs> there is no limit to how many screens you can use, so just uh, pile on. All right. So that was it from last week. Now for this week, guys, my name is Sam. I'm Mike. And I'm Jesse. Well, we are talking about something huge today for comic books. These nuts? No, Mike. <laughs> God. Sorry, I can't help myself. Jeez. Man. Fucking two-year-old. Yeah, I am. I really am. <sighs> Whatever. All right. Well, before we get onto that big comic topic... Yes. What do we got in the news? Well, gentlemen, there's a lot of news, and it's not just regular news. Ooh. It's San Diego Comic-Con news! Come on, come on, come on, come on. Don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. I expect you to put like some explosions and stuff behind that. <laughs> like a, a Borderlands, like Mr. Torg. Like, Explosions! <laughs> ah, sorry. So dumb. All right. And, I mean, it's rex- mixed in with the regular news, too. I mean, regular yeah, news, right? It's, it's not as exciting this week. Not as good as San Diego Comic Con news! Right. <laughs> I love it. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and start with some comic book stuff. Uh, first off, this didn't really come out of San Diego Comic Con. I should say it that way every time, but that will <laughs> that will literally take us all night. Um, New York City is naming a Bronx Street after Stan Lee, which I think is pretty I neat. I saw that, yeah. Um, so t- here's what we're going to call a little tease. Marvel is going back th- to Into the Spider-Verse with a new title. will be centered on Miles Morales. Very excited for that. Nice. Uh, Excalibur, Morales... <laughs> Marauders, Fallen Angels, X-Force ongoings will be coming along alongside the uh, Dawn of X era, which uh, I can't wait to finish up and read and talk about. Uh, that'll happen eventually, but whatever. Uh, Jonathan Hickman will be launching a new X-Men and New Mutants titles later on this fall. Uh, I think he's going to be on New Mutants for like one, one story arc, and then he's handing the reins to somebody else, which I think is smart. Cool. Uh, Ed Brisson and Aaron Cooter will be creating uh, Ghost Rider number one, which will be featuring both Johnny Blaze and Danny Ketch, two uh, okay. pivotal Ghost Riders, uh, especially with Johnny Blaze being the ruler of hell, essentially, right now. Good. Uh, mm. As should he should be, be. Should be real fun. I always want Nick Cage to be the ruler of hell. <laughs> <laughs> Mother flirking. Uh, sorry. This, this, I, you know, because I'm never going to get a proper motherfucker, so I'll just take it. Uh, House of X and Powers of X are two intertwined stories that set the stage for the new X-Men status quo. I actually today, uh, or was it last night? I don't know. Time is irrelevant to me anymore. Um, just finished up the end of the Uncanny X-Men run that set up Powers of X and House of X. Uh, so I'm, I'm intrigued. Uh, Powers of X tells the story of past, present, and future mutant of mutant kind, uh, which is a direct quote. Uh, and so then I have some breakdowns on the teams. This all this all came out of San Diego, so that's why it's it's there. 
the the Marauders, there are six of them, Pyro, Iceman, Storm, Bishop, Emma Frost, and Kitty Pride, who gets her dragon Lockheed back, which is fun. <laughs> uh, I love it. Uh, Excalibur will be Richter, Jubilee, Gambit, Psylocke, a.k.a. Captain Britain, and Apocalypse. Uh, by the way, that Psylocke is Betsy Braddock. <clears throat> uh, X-Force will be Wolverine, uh, Marvel Girl, or Jean Grey. Domino Beast, Kid Omega, Sage, Colossus, and Black Tom. Uh, Fallen Angels will be X-23, Cable, and Psylocke, but it will not be Betsy Braddock, which is interesting. Um, I can't wait to see how that that works Hmm. out. Uh, New Mutants will have eight members. Magic, Sunspot, Cypher, Mirage, Karma, Wolfsbane, Chamber, and Mondo. Um, And that's, like I said, that's the one that's being first written by by, um, Hickman, and then Ed Brisson takes that one over later on. Um, Dr. Doom is going to get his own ongoing from the Halt and Catch Fire creator. You guys heard of that show? Nope. Okay. It's on AMC. I don't even know if it's still on. It was like maybe two seasons. Who knows? Who cares? Uh, uh, the, the guy who created that show, Christopher Cantwell and artist Salvador La Roca. What a horrible last name. Christopher Cantwell. Cantwell. (laughs) <laughs> yeah hey what's that guy do he can't well no <laughs> tell you that not even a bit <laughs> uh there's no date set for that book yet uh, marvel's red goblin which we discussed here on this very podcast uh, a few months back your favorite podcast uh your, your only podcast no <laughs> other podcasts don't threaten our that's listeners. true just your favorite i'll take favorite <laughs> or only if you if it's your only and your favorite bonus points uh, <laughs> Red Goblin rides again and a new one shot coming later this year. Uh, Marvel has teased Annihilation for return, <laughs> which is interesting because that event was huge back in the day. And it's like changed the cosmic status quo. So I'm, I'm very excited. Uh, Tom King and Mitch Gerards uh, and another artist, Evan Shaner, will create Strange Adventures for DC. Uh, it's a new series that will be starring uh, Adam Strange, and who he's going to be really dealing with some of the dark questions of the Ranthanagar War, um, which is super fun. Uh, that story is huge. Uh, this I just didn't know where to put this one, but so this is where it's going. That, there oh. is now officially a Deadpool Build-A-Bear. Yeah, I and, saw that. And the accessories earlier. for this thing are fucking what? hilarious. Oh my god, it looks great. There's I want one, it. It's like a tutu, one like a cowboy hat and boots. Like, just Google images of this thing. <laughs> it's great. It is amazing. That's perfect. So now I still That's need perfect. to get the Flash Builder Bear. Now wow. I need this one. So my son has a Spider Man and he has a Batman. He's getting it. Well, my other son's getting a Deadpool. It's just going to have to be how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Marvel is allowing a midnight release of Absolute Carnage number one. Uh, I can't wait because they've been teasing this in books. They've uh, they've basically started doing like um, you know how they do post credit scenes in movies. Yeah, yeah. So they started doing that in books, and it's just like a single page, and it's not just for Absolute Carnage, but they've done it for a lot of books moving forward. And, and um, it, it's I'm like, whoa, what the fuck does this mean? And I know they're gonna get into it later, so it's super exciting. Awesome. Uh, in delays news, unfortunately, uh, both in oh. what news delays. Delays. Oh, oh, de- oh, okay. As in, like, DC no. delayed something. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> and also Marvel gotcha. as well. So, Are you thinking of, like, something with, like, a bag of, bag of lays or something? Honestly, or? yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
in in delays news. I feel like some <laughs> salty treats would do me some good right now. They're no longer making sour cream and onion. <laughs> what is that really the biggest loss? <laughs> Anyway, I mean, look, some people love that. Gym. No, salt so ha- and vinegar. Whoever eats salt and vinegar. Oh, those are awesome. I will fight you. <laughs> Come on, Jesse. I, I won't fight you, but they're, they're tasty. Oh. Anyway, so how did GC fuck up this time? Uh, <laughs> uh, so it was actually Marvel first. The double sized Immortal Hulk number 25 was pushed back for two weeks. There's no reason. Uh, DC's fuck up. Okay, but like two weeks compared to DC's months and months and months. Uh, Shazam number seven was pushed back 12 weeks. <laughs> 12 weeks. Oh, what are you Jesus. doing? I just don't... I think Jeff Johns is overextended. I really do. Is he still doing both sides of the business? I think so, yeah. Wow. That's... I mean, that's... It's too much. I think they need to... Like, get him to finish... Doomsday yep. Clock. Pause. And- <laughs> Get him to finish. Get him to <laughs> No, just, just, just Doomsday Clock. And then hand Shazam to somebody else. Like, and hand off your project. helm all the movies. Yeah, like, and, and Green Lantern, too. I mean, as much as I love what he's doing with Green Lantern, I just, I, I'd, I'd rather the studios be in competent hands rather than you know, the, the comics, because the comics are already good. The, the movies are... Well, that that brings up an interesting (laughs) discussion for later, though, and Mm -hmm. it kind of like touches to I don't know if we were talking about this on the (laughs) on the last podcast or you know a few back, but how um, the comics are starting to play into like the movies and how they're starting to change to match the movies. Yes, yeah, or it should be the other way around. A hundred percent. So, would you rather have GF Johns making? good stories for movies to be based off of or have him in the movies i think i'd rather have him do the movies because he's been working in the comics for so long he knows how to tailor the movies to be more like the comics yeah 100 hmm. okay. with you interesting anyway moving on to worlds of dc Worlds. start with some thank you uh start with some sad news uh, i don't know if you guys saw rucker Hauer died yeah. at 75 he was in batman begins the only reason i really put it, put that in there really? he was a very talented actor yeah Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the next thing I saw was Joker, 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 Joker will have a world premiere. I think it's Joker and World, like right next to each other. That, like I heard Jerker, and I was like, Jer- wait, what? Jerker, Mister uh, Jerker. <laughs> Mr. Jerker? <laughs> I regret saying anything. I have to stop Jerker. <laughs> This is it's like a, some mad Caribbean chef that just like to jerk everything. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or someone who just is like, you know, running around the city just jerking everywhere. like. And Sam with a lowbrow. <laughs> oh, we got yeah. there. It was eventually getting there. Don't worry about that. Come on, the jerker, really? <laughs> you know. <laughs> or it could be both. <laughs> Major health food violations. This <laughs> is like... <laughs> like a newspaper misspelling, <laughs> the jerker terrorizes government. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm a child. It feels good. Someone want to write that satire? I guess do it. <laughs> yeah, if you want to do it, do free reign. <laughs> Huh, it's really hard to recover from this. I just want you to know, because now I want to say jerker on purpose. I mean, just do it. It's really At difficult. this point. No, I'm a professional, <laughs> goddammit, at times. 
Joker will have a world premiere at Venice International <laughs> Film Festival, which yes. which to me says that there's a true Joker will have a world premiere. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is off to a rip-roaring start. Uh, which says to me <laughs> that they really are treating this movie as a highbrow movie instead of just your typical comic money movie. That could work out really well. I'm hoping it does, but it could also not. Especially being titled The Jerker. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to move on. Uh, there are two anim- Superman uh, animated features coming to DC Universe. Uh, one we've already talked about, Red Sun. Oh. Another one called Man of Tomorrow. Um, guys, Darkseid is oh god in New Gods the movie. <laughs> is it officially? I heard that there was rumors that there were yes, yes, go that direction. This but. is directly from uh, Tom King and Ava DuVernay. Okay, uh, and the female Furies will also be a part of that. So you have yes, Granny Goddess. Yes, Granny. <laughs> What's? Well, I don't know how you have Darkseid and no Granny. <laughs> like that's that just feels dumb to me. Um. I, this is a little disappointing. So Ben Affleck's The Batman movie was going to be oh. more like insanity based and focused on Arkham Asylum, which was like like well, as soon as I heard that I was like that could have been cool. Like did you imagine That's almost perfect. like it could have it could have been if they had the right script. Yeah, they didn't they didn't love the they script. They could have messed he, that up very badly. And he was ready to work on it, but you know, pulled the rug out from under him. But I was like mm. thinking like Think about almost like an adaptation of the Arkham Asylum game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like, oh, just the chills I get just thinking about that. Oh, it would have been so awesome. Um, there's a couple things in here I'm just not entirely sure on the source, but I'll, I'll say it. Take these with a grain of salt. J.J. Uh, Abrams has been reportedly approached to direct a new Green Lantern as well as Superman movie. I'd be down for that. I would be down for that, but I, I like again, I just sometimes I get sources Damn. and I'm just not crazy about. He's just going for it. I, right, I, writing a Spider-Man comic, Star Wars, doing Superman. I mean, he's the like, king of the nerds for a reason. Star Trek. Is he? He's often cited as that. <laughs> I mean, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Kevin Smith or J.J.? Between the two of them, I mean. I mean, if we're talking about making films, I would say J.J. Abrams. No, but just, if just king of the nerds. No, it's more Kevin Smith than anything. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I would... It's, it's not even a question to me. Uh, Young Justice was renewed for season four. Um, so we'll see when that happens and what? so on and so forth. And we'll talk about that once the season ends. Yeah. In like three weeks, I think it is. Not not That's not when we're going to talk about it, obviously, but it ends in like three weeks. Uh, Titan season two arrives September 6th, which is sooner than we originally thought because it was supposed to be in yeah. October, I, late, like mid to late October. Wait, this year? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, thought, I thought it got delayed. I thought it got delayed too, but apparently I, not. No, okay. they were they were right into production like in the spring. Yeah, yeah, but I thought we had reported a while back that it was getting delayed till next year. Oh, yeah. I mean, originally when they originally gave us the release card, it wasn't till like December because they had a bunch of they had Star Girl and um, uh, Harley, Harley Quinn, Quinn, which is still on the on the books. But okay, I think Swamp Thing getting cut short. Like I think that impacted everything, and that was already making good progress. So, okay, fuck it, you're gonna bump it up, bump it up. Sure. Yeah. Uh, good Girls Revolt actor Genevieve Angelson has been cast in Titan season two as Doctor Eve Watson. This is interesting because there is no comic book character named Doctor Eve Watson. Um, 
So they're just going with a completely original character okay. here. Sure. Which is cool. Uh, Doom Patrol was renewed for season two. Yeah. And will a stream uh, on DC Universe as well as HBO Max. So they're getting some eyes okay. on this thing. What? Okay. Yeah. I mean, same. Same. If they're company. just trying to get Warner their, Brother. Uh, yeah, they're know? just trying to get their audience. Yep. Uh, so I, mean, I guess I'm hoping that doesn't mean that they're gonna fold it in because I love the comic book reader. Uh, I mean, it is HBO. They kind of just go off the rails. Yeah, so. they do. They really do. Um, speaking of some TV stuff, we jump into Arrowverse here. Okay. Uh, Burt Ward, the original mm-hmm. Robin. Uh, from the 1960s Batman, will be joining Crisis on Infinite Earths. I heard that. <laughs> Lois Lane, the Bitsy Tulak or something. What, sure. I, don't, I don't even remember how to say her last name. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, she She's returning to Crisis as well, and she will have a baby, as mm, okay. alluded to at the end of Elseworlds. Yeah. Uh, Lex Luthor, who I surprisingly did not hate um, on Supergirl, will return for Crisis as well. Uh, during one of the panels, Brandon Routh came out and pulled open his shirt to reveal a Superman crest. Yeah. And it will be the Kingdom Come version of Superman in Crisis on Infinite Earths. And that makes me so happy. Um, he does look like him. Yeah, he like, really a, does. A lot. I mean, he's got to get back in the gym a little bit because on Legends he got a little soft. Yeah. I can't lie. He, like, he, he's not... Superman physique at all right now. But, gotcha. Uh, whatever, go for it. Uh, Linda Carter's Wonder Woman and Tom Welling's Superman will also be in Crisis on Infinite Earths. Oh my Earths. god, this is great. It's ridiculous. Uh, there's another one I'm not, I don't fully trust the source on, but if it happens, it'll be great. Titans will be appearing on Crisis on Infinite Earths. They'll have two Titans, from what I saw. Uh, they didn't say which ones, but We'll see. I, like at this point, this is so fucking ambitious that I'm just like, yeah. I'm sitting here just like crying in a corner. I'm like, how are you gonna pull all this off? Um, they have five hours to do it. So yeah, that's true. Wow, yeah, that's true. But like, if if they pull it off, dude, it's gonna be one of the craziest. It like not quite as ambitious at a crossover as Infinity War and Endgame, but on TV, nothing will touch it. Ever. Nope. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna fuck up his name so hard. Send Hill Rama Thirty. There you Rama go. Murthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was on Heroes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I forget his character's name, but he was he was a doctor. Uh, he has been cast as a Flash villain for season five, six, six. Uh, <laughs> yes, yeah, season six. Uh, villain Bloodwork. Um, is a new is a new character. Okay. Um, but the way his powers work, like he like obviously deals with blood blood um and blood. he can he controls it, it's it's a crazy visual spectacle so i'm Ooh. curious if they will pull that off we'll see um yeah so, so TV I found this, cg yeah yeah it's not great but who we, knows at least we get it uh they're probably saving all that budget for crisis oh yeah kid. <laughs> <laughs> um so I found this a little weird, but also not weird considering DC. Um, Batwoman isn't permitted to use Renee Montoya, and those two characters are often tied together. They have a relationship. Um, Why aren't they permitted to? Because I her? think they're going to use her in a movie. It's like they just think we're so stupid that we can't differentiate characters. But well, then we can... might not be, but they have to assume that everybody else is. But yeah, but you already have two flashes. I mean, let's not talk about the other one. Yeah, I know, I know. Yikes. Um, 
Veronica Mars star Julie Gonzalo will be uh, playing uh, Andrea Rojas, a.k.a. Arcada, uh, on Batwoman. Uh, Game of Thrones star um, Staz Nair will be playing William Day, a reporter on Supergirl. Uh, if you watch Game of Thrones, he was one of the blood riders for the Dothraki. Uh, Megan Rath, sister to Jesse Rath, who's playing uh, Brainiac uh, on the series. She will she joined the series as a female Brainiac 5. Uh, Arrow adds Russian doll star Charlie, Charlie Barnett as John Diggle Jr. Hmm. So that should be cool. Uh, we got a bunch of Arrowverse trailers. Um, I don't know if you guys checked those out or not. I did not. I would I would highly recommend uh, checking those out. Some of it rehashes, like they did last year. Um, some of the stuff we've already tread on, but yeah, some some quick sizzle stuff because they only just started. Sizzle, sizzle. Um, they only just started like doing like production on the show, so there wasn't a whole lot. Uh, Black Lightning returns on October twenty first. Uh, Supergirl returns October sixth. Uh, and Arrow returns October 15th uh, for that se- uh, final season. Did not get a, a date on The Flash, but I imagine They're it's They're usually like within yeah. a few days of each other. Yeah, I think other. Arrow and Flash almost always run like, in just parallel, about yeah. parallel. And remember, you can watch the episodes for free on the CW app like the week they come out. That's true. Like I, th- I think the next day yeah. after it airs. With limited commercials, but I mean, yep. it's right there available. Yep. Agreed. Especially since Netflix is pulling their deal and they're not getting these new seasons after Jesse's, they finish. Jesse's really upset. Yeah. In case you can't tell. <laughs> uh, the big bad for Supergirl this year will be Leviathan, which is interesting because Leviathan has only really been revealed in the comics within the last four months or so. Um, I've noticed that they've been doing a lot more recent comics yeah. with Arrowverse stuff, and I well, like it. I mean, the recent stuff is good, yeah. but it gives it also gives them the ability to flesh it out a little bit more. Um, but I'm I'm curious about that because if, if you don't, if you're not reading Superman and Event Levi- Leviathan, which we will eventually get around to, um, it's it's about removing all the spy organizations in the world and re- and well, you know just who fills that void um and it, it's far more complex than that but hmm. it's it's interesting that kind of makes me think um i know a little while back uh we were talking about this you know like comics and, and movies how they play into each other like they're starting to take newer comic stories and adapting them to movies like they did with civil war it was only like you know a few years after civil war was written it was almost 10 years Okay. It was wild. <laughs> that had been around for a little bit, but yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, the the newer one. Civil like, War Two. Yes. Yeah, so that came out right around the same time. Yeah. It felt right. like they just were trying to capitalize. So I, I'm kind of curious to see where they're going with the um with X-Men in the MCU, mm-hmm. if they're going to be basing it off of this new storyline. That would be cool. Because they're, you know, back under Marvel. So if, like, you've, if you've ever read any Jonathan Hickman... Marvel stories. So he did Fantastic Four, Avengers, um, and then he did Secret Wars. And he he laid threads years in advance, like starting in Fantastic Four, and it just branched out and spread and spread and spread and culminated in Secret Wars. And it was just like one of the most well written runs I think I've ever yeah. I've ever read. And he, he did like 
two or three Avengers books alongside Fantastic Four and then just shook up the entire world. So, yeah, you're. I think you're absolutely right. It just it just makes it kind of makes sense, right? Because they did X Men already. They've tried Fantastic Four like a few times, and it just hasn't worked. There, <laughs> well, there's a few reasons it didn't work. <laughs> well, cor- correct, and you know, I I just think under with those two properties coming back to Marvel, it's they're rebooting Fantastic Four in the comics. Right. Yeah. yeah, they, Re- they did that in the last year or so. Yeah, rebooting X-Men. Mm-hmm. I kind of think they're going to be going with these new iterations of the characters. I agree. I think it would be the smartest play Yeah, from a movie perspective anyway. Uh, Van Helsing actor Jennifer Chon Garcia has been cast as a villain named Midnight for Supergirl. Um, this is also a brand new character for the most part. Um, there, there are other characters named Midnight, but... I don't think they're going to be using the same thing. I really I think it's like, not a female. I really, really like that they're coming up with new characters yes. for these properties because, over honestly, it's been over the last few years, and I've been reading more comics, and I'm just thinking, what are they going to do? Like, how are they going to keep these same villains, you know, in with the same heroes? And, like, there's only, I mean, yes, you can be, creativity is limitless, right? Yeah, as, of course. As far as you want to take it. But at a certain point, it's like, how many stories can be truly so different without throwing something new into the mix? And I'm glad that people are, you know, these new um, story writers are taking it upon themselves to just be like, you know what? I've had this stewing in my head for a long time. I've grown up with this property, and I think this would be a good fit. I think it's honestly like a great time in comics right now. I completely agree with you. I I love watching the unbridled creativity come out of these out of these uh, writers' rooms. Yeah, because because they're fans. You know, you don't always get that, which is phenomenal. Uh, Astra will be the main villain for Legends of Tomorrow. There's a great cliffhanger there um, from the finale. Um, directly tied to Constantine, so that lends me to believe, <laughs> leads me to believe rather that we're going to see more Constantine, which is never a bad thing in nice. my opinion. Uh, the Flash is trying something new with season six, you know, refreshing everything here. So instead of one season-long story arc, mm-hmm. season six will be broken down into two chapters or graphic novels that will each fi- feature their own individual villains. Okay. Uh, I like that. F- yeah. The first half will end with the crossover. With Makes crisis, sense. yeah, and then a brand new story picks up in the second half. I think that's a good idea because these that's, last few seasons they kind of dragged out just a little bit, but yeah. So I think that's where you get a lot of your filler episodes from. Yeah, because you just don't know. It's, it's twenty four episodes, 22-ish, is it? Twenty two ish, yeah, somewhere right, well, on there. Yeah. Either way, it's a lot of episodes, and like I would argue that maybe half of those, maybe at best. Uh, a third of them are, are truly impactful that like shift the status quo. Yeah. So I, I think it keeps things focused and moving forward. Especially with the Flash, like, and specifically last season, I think it really suffered from it. Like, there, I just remember there being too many times where I'm like, didn't you already like kind of try that already? Yeah. Like, and yeah. you're spending another episode pretty much trying it again dealing with um uh, it uh, just cicada yeah yeah it's just uh i'm all in favor of this yeah mix it broken up. up please mix it up yeah uh mikad brooks who plays james olsen on supergirl uh, is leaving the show 
Um, while I for, I didn't get, get the actress name, the girl who plays Eve, she's being up, upgraded to a full-time series regular. So comings and goings Good at, for her. as it happens. Um, the show that nobody asked for, Pennyworth, uh, is in the same universe as Gotham. And apparently getting that rave makes reviews. total sense. You know, I <laughs> thought I had epics, and I went to watch the show, and it was like, subscription required. I'm like, I'm just not going to watch it then. <laughs> oh, well. I'm sure they're going to wind up with it on DC Universe at some point. E- maybe. Probably. It's a DC property. Hopefully not. Is, is the CW stuff on there? No, but it will be on HBO Max. It's not DC. I know, I know. It should be. <laughs> it's it's stupid, but I'm sure there's actually rights issues there. Yeah. For some stupid reason. Uh, we got a new Watchmen trailer. Yes. Yep. At San, Di- at so San Diego Comic Con. Excited. Yes. So this show looks nuts. Yes. And then we get that little glimpse of Dr. Manhattan yes. at the end. Oh, so nice. Uh, another interesting piece of news that I actually just got today. Uh, Robert Redford will play a version of himself as President of the United States uh, in Watchmen. He's coming out of retirement for this because oh he essentially retired from acting. God. So he, he, but he was just an Endgame. Well, he was an Endgame, but more importantly, Winter Soldier. Like that. Oh well, yeah. That, that, that's why he was in Endgame. Yeah, and just kind of filled a little bit of a hole. Um, take that however you will. Uh, <laughs> Moving into MCU and their TV stuff, guys, breaking announcement Okay, for us, really, more in particular than anything, Keystone Comic Con will have none other than Tom Holland at Keystone Comic Con here in Philadelphia what? at the end of the month. Hell yeah, guess who's going? Uh, I'm Whoa. Going. I'm going. I'm going. At the convention center yes at the convention center what the fuck yeah what the fuck and it's not even like the big wizard comic-con it's like keystone comic-con it's been around for like two years hi tom holland what's going on buddy are tickets available right now yes okay for sunday they're like 35 bucks i'm sure the i'm sure the like meet and greets or whatever are gonna be a little more fun. yeah <laughs> spider-man bitch uh whoa so yeah i'm uh, i'm doing that i'm 100 doing that damn yeah. It's awesome. I'm trying to get some pictures up on our on our gram. Got to do it for the gram, y'all. Yeah. Uh, Endgame officially passed Avatar for the highest grossing movie of all time. And a, uh, a I know chump move in the movie industry. So here's the thing. <laughs> Avatar did the same thing. Yeah, yeah it did. Yeah. But they what, re-released the movie, which is, I mean, a bitch move, but I mean- So I kept seeing job. that headline. Was that adjusted for inflation? You know, that's a really good question. I don't I think don't, it was. I don't know. I think that was just gross. When they just look at those, I think they generally just do gross. Yeah. I don't think they adjust for inflation you, at all. Well, sometimes they do. That's the weird thing. Not, not on those yeah. big lists. I feel like something like this, they would go for adjusted. Oh, they should. They yeah. should. I think it's going to out, outpace it as far as like digital and streaming sales. God, people keep posting like like scenes from that last battle. Yeah. yeah. Like, like th- IGN, like I've seen the, a lot the, um, from... Cap getting Mjolnir. Yeah. Oh my god, I still get chills every single time. And then the uh, Avengers Assemble scene. Jesus Christ. I can just watch that on loop. Jesus Christ. Cheese and rice. It is a must. <laughs> Spider-Man Far From Home has now grossed a billion dollars worldwide at the box office, uh, becoming the first Spider-Man movie to achieve that milestone. Uh, again, adjusted for inflation, who the hell knows, yeah. but... All right. Are we are we really thinking the Raimi movie surpassed a billion dollars? <laughs> Spider Man three Maybe may have two. Well, yeah, everyone was on the high from two, so. Well, we knew we were getting Venom in that movie. Yeah, Venom. 
I put I did air quotes. Sorry, no, no video capabilities yet, but hard air quotes. We man. all know you love Topher Grace. <laughs> you know I don't mind Topher Grace, <laughs> not as Eddie Brock. We we made fun of how sm- comically small he was. Yeah, like he just did not have the size to be intimidating. So for some reason, um, the CG was oh. the uh, the trailer for the first Raimi Spider Man came up on my radar today. Okay, and. It was like I was 13 again. It was so weird. <laughs> like, the trailer is so good. And, I, you know, at the end of it all, I'm just like, oh, that's disappointing. But that trailer, though. That trailer. <laughs> uh, just that one, uh, going back to the Endgame uh, videos, the one you showed us, it's popped up all over after that, <laughs> where it's like Thanos trying to snap, but then he looks over for the gauntlet and... and Iron Man has it, except instead of Iron Man, it's Peter Parker's face. So from he, from I'm, Spider-Man 3. From Spider-Man. I missed the part where that's my problem. <laughs> <laughs> and then he snaps. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, so dumb. Oh, I love it. All right. And it was such good quality, too. It really was. That's what threw me off. Here's the thing. Anytime I see anything from Endgame, especially that part of the movie, I'm going to watch it. Yeah. I'm going to watch it. I've seen the movie like three or four times now. If the modern MCU with Tobey Maguire is not part of that what-if thing that Disney's doing, what are they doing? I have an opinion piece that we'll be putting on the site (laughs) that you in particular will probably enjoy uh, about, about that particular topic okay all right so we're gonna dive heavy into some san diego comic-con news here uh we're gonna start with the fact that marshala ali has been cast as blade for marvel studios uh still have not watched the originals there's no release yet date yet for it but we know it won't be (laughs) we know it will not be part of phase four at, at all uh, which seems to only last for two years. Yeah. Which, so there's something weird about this, right? Okay. So So Blade was announced with the Phase um, Four titles. Yes. Right. Which I'm I'm gonna rock all those. But he's not part of Phase Four. He's part of fa- what will likely be Phase Five. Yes. So Feige has actually said that Phase Four has I think eleven properties to it, like. You know, including, yeah, including like, TV stuff, yeah. Including TV stuff. Take away Blade, and there's not 11. So, what's the other property that he's leaving out? Probably a third Spider-Man. Could well, have announced it Because yet. here's the they, thing. they crossed the billion dollars, so they're, they're in. Spider-Man movies have to be, in order for Sony to keep the rights to them, another Spider-Man has to come out by 2021. So, yeah, it's probably another Spider-Man they just haven't announced yet. Yep. Yeah. So, that's something for you. <laughs> yeah, let's chew on that for a little bit. Uh, Black Widow is set for next summer, uh, start coming out on May 1st. Uh, Black Widow takes place between Civil War and Infinity War. I saw that, and I could swear it was supposed to be like a prequel to her. So, I thought so, too, but this is straight from Marvel Cav. Um, and we got our first look at Taskmaster, too. Yeah. That's true. Um, Thor 4 is officially official, and Jane Foster returns as Thor uh, in November 2021's Love and Thunder. So we'll have Natalie Portman as well as Tessa Thompson and Chris Hemsworth. I love that title, by the way. Uh, yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> it's kind of cool. Uh, I think it's November f- November 5th, 2021. That's what it is. Um, 
So at, at, as this was announced, Natalie Portman promised to get jacked to play the new God of Thunder. <laughs> um, just a point of contention. People were referring to her as female Thor. She's just Thor. Mm. Because Doesn't she Thor- usually go by like the Mighty Thor? Yeah, she Mighty Thor, but Thor goes by Mighty Thor. Okay. But Thor, I'm assuming, becomes unworthy or God hopefully not dies. Um I don't want that to happen at all. I want Thor. I want Chris Hemsworth to play Thor until he can. Until look, he literally till, dies. Until he's old, <laughs> and then he can play old King Thor, missing an eye, and has a destroyer arm. Um, <laughs> like I just. That's all I want. That's all I want. Um, so then we got the announcement that there will be a new Doctor Strange movie yes. called Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Yes. That will be hitting theaters May 7th, 2021. Too and we'll, far away. It really is. And they will have it will have a horror flavor to it, yes. uh, which excites me so much because scary movies are great and scary comic movies are even better. Um, the Co- nemesis for this... Co-starring Elizabeth Olsen. Yes. yes I was going to get to that. Uh the nemesis is rumored to be Nightmare, um, which I know he goes back and forth between Doctor Strange and the X-Men and stuff like that, but fuck it, dude. It's going to be terrifying. I'm not familiar awesome. with him. Uh, nemesis, uh, Nightmare's really cool. Uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings was announced, and it has a February 12th, 2021 release date. Uh, Simu Liu has been cast as Shang-Chi. Uh, Tony Lung will play the Mandarin, and Aquafina will be in the movie in an undisclosed role. And the MCU's still, biggest retcon yet. I still just don't know how I feel about the Mandarin without Iron Man. Yeah, I mean... I mean, yeah, other characters do interact with them, but like... See, here's here's the thing that I'm I'm actually really happy that they changed. Um, the, like, Shang-Chi's original nemesis really kind of racist as fuck <laughs> good like so i'm just happy they're going with somebody as important as mandarin to fill that void there especially since there's already been so much like hints at 10 rings through that uh, Mandarin in the 10 rings like yeah through the iron man lore it sucks that we won't have a proper iron man to go against him but i mean war machine's still around so yeah, i mean you could still something you could get a little something in there who knows uh eternals is is scheduled to hit uh, theater is November 6th, 2020. Um, it will feature Marvel's first deaf superhero. Um, so it's led to people being like, oh, yeah, you should make sure the movie's captioned and stuff like that for releases. So I'm like, oh, all right, you do, yeah. do what you got to do. Access- Accessibility is the key. Um, so we got an Eternals cast. Uh, we have Richard Madden playing Icarus uh, with Madong Sak. Sek. I'm terrible with these names. What he, also that go- one? he also goes by Don Lee, so I'm, that one's a lot easier. Uh, has Gilgamesh, Angelina Jolie, uh, Camille Nanjiani, Lauren Ridloff, uh, Brian Tyree Henry, Selma Hayek, and Liam McHugh. Uh, they, their roles were released. I think I may have put something up on social. Literally only recognize two of those names. <laughs> yeah, I think when you see a lot of them, you're like, oh, I know that guy or that girl or whatever. Yeah. Um, that makes things a little easier. I'm horrible with names, so don't, don't even worry about that. Uh, Marvel Kev also confirmed that we are definitely getting a Black Panther 2 and a Captain mm-hmm. Marvel 2. Uh, there's no concrete release date, so there, there's nothing going on there. Uh, speaking of Black Panther 2, Okoye will be returning for the sequel. Uh, Denai Guerrero um, confirmed that, essentially, uh, which it would be phenomenal. Uh, regardless, because she's great. Uh, Namor has reportedly been chosen as the main antagonist of Black Panther 2. They have a dirty history together. Okay. Um, like, it's like, like, 
tenuous at best. I mean, like, there's points where they fucking try and murder each other hard. That's a big part of, I think, uh, Hickman's Avengers run, where they're just like, fuck you, no, fuck you, no, fuck you, fuck you! Like, it gets, it gets really, right. really, really chippy. All right. That's, that makes me think even more that in Endgame, when, um, when Okoye was like, we handle it by not handling it. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, we know who it is, but we don't feel like fucking dealing with them because <laughs> we fucking hate them. Yeah. <laughs> so. That's true. Just leave them alone. <laughs> uh, Marvel Kev also revealed that a new Fantastic Four movie is in development at Marvel Studios. And he also teased that mutants are coming to the MCU, but didn't offer any overall plan. It's still it's very like, early. Yeah, we knew that. Come on, man. Um, but I got to gotta tell you what happened. got to tell you what happened. Uh, Disney Plus will be offered as a add-on for Hulu subscribers, really, uh, which is nice, wow. and it launches November twelfth because they own basically all, everything yeah, from that's Hulu. True, so, yeah. So why not, dude? That would that's that's, that's awesome. A, that's Depending great. on how much it is, like as an add-on, that's a huge value. Man, I've been I've been thinking about dropping Netflix lately. Me too. I, I dropped Amazon Amazon what? Prime. I have Amazon Prime anyway. Yeah, I I dropped that. Because we just get shipped, I kinda, kids, man. I, yeah, <laughs> I'm telling you. Listen, I might, I might bring it back sometime, but for now, it's not worth it for me. I, I'm thinking about dropping Netflix, but you know, if they're having this as a add-on for Hulu, Hulu's an excellent value. Because what is it, six bucks a month for the base package? Well, see, I do the no ads. Okay, what's I, that? Ten bucks? Twelve. My only issue is that I actually have a combination Hulu with Spotify Premium, mm-hmm. where I basically get. I think it's Hulu free. I basically just pay the ten bucks a month for Spotify Premium, but I cannot upgrade my Hulu package at all. Oh, it's only if I upgrade the Hulu dick. package then I lose it. So that's I'm just like, one. that's a bit rough. Yeah, um, but so that's cool. So yeah, if I get any more information on how much that add-on is going to be, I'll, I'll let you know. Uh, so speaking of Disney Plus, WandaVision, Loki, yeah. and Hawkeye will be set for a uh, spring 2021 Disney Plus debut. Still the dumbest name. Well, it really so is. Disney Plus. No, Wanda Vision. Oh yeah. <laughs> so as much as I dislike the name, I have to say it might be my most favorite looking title of I, of the Disney Plus shows, aside from Falcon and Winter Soldier. I don't know, man. I love Hawkeye because it yeah, like Hawkeye it does directly look cool. pull. It's directly pulled from like one of the comic book covers. Yeah. Um, I did like the video that they had up. Yeah. Dude, the color scheme so cool oh, i love it i it, absolutely love it It looks awesome what i hate about wandavision is knowing that i'm gonna have to watch it because of dr strange yes yes <laughs> um so quickly dropping hawkeye hawkeye will will definitely introduce kate bishop who becomes hawkeye after and concurrently with hawkeye right um so we'll see how where that goes so wandavision will absolutely lead into uh may 7th um 2021's Doctor Strange in the multi, in the Multiverse of Madness, uh, and obviously Elizabeth Olsen will be in both projects. Um, I'm kind of curious because Vision's kind of still dead. Yeah, yeah, I was a little curious about that too. I'm like, wait, how are you going to have a Wanda Vision show without Vision? Yeah, run it back somehow. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, who knows? Uh, Tanya Paris has been cast as the adult Monica Rambeau for Wanda Vision. Uh, if you remember, um, Monica was in Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. She was a little girl uh, in like the '90s, whatever that was. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I saw the announcement like she's an adult Monica Rambeau. I'm like, wait a minute, but she was just a little girl. Wait, that was the '90s. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> makes sense. Um, Falcon and Winter Soldier will debut in the fall of 2020. 
with Daniel Bruhl returning to reprise Helmet Zemo. Mm-hmm. Uh, the cool thing there is they showed the purple mask, his classic purple mask, and I was like, oh, hell yes, it looks real good. Uh, Fall of 2020, that's that's, that's a, a ways off. away. Yeah, I saw a lot of the release dates for these shows. I'm like, this is a long time off. Hey, man, they're, they're planning and probably shooting. Um because they're probably going to have to touch up some graphics. Yeah, I thought they were talking about doing these things like months ago. I figured they would be a little farther along. Yeah. yeah. I mean, also, yeah, consider that the other actors have, have projects. And I said, no, they don't. <laughs> I think I just saw Elizabeth Olsen just got engaged. That's not the kind of show that we have here. but <laughs> Yeah, for the second time. Like, <laughs> what does that mean? So that, that, that could play into certain scheduling items as well, um, even though that's new. I'm just making shit up here. Uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier will be the the main storyline was said to be that the government doesn't want Sam Wilson to be Captain America. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, why? Because you're black? Hell no! <laughs> Damn alligator bit my hand off. Oh my god! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Are you Captain America? Man, I ain't Captain as shit. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. comes back, <laughs> plays Sam Wilson. Yeah, saw that meme. Oh my god, terrible, terrible. Um, but that, I mean, that's pretty much right in line with you know how that how that whole thing goes with with um, Falcon Cap. Um, Marvel Studios' What If the animated series will have Jeffrey Wright as the voice of the Watcher, who is apparently going to work as your like your narrator. If you know who Jeffrey Wright is, he's uh, on Westworld, mm-hmm. um, he's awesome. He's just awesome, and that voice is perfect to me. Uh, and many of the actors from the MCU will be re- reprising their roles as voice talent. So, oh, so many people. Yeah. So you're probably gonna get Chris Evans again. You might get Robert Downey Jr. again because it's it's all multiversal yeah. ridiculousness. Well, they had they had a screen up at Comic Con, like when they announced the the What If, with like. It was like a whole screen of pictures of, mm-hmm. of people it, who will it, be there. Embedded in the logo, right? Yeah. So if you zoomed in, there's actually a zombie Captain America. Yeah. Um, which leads you to believe you're going to get a story about Marvel zombies, which is super fucking fun. <sighs> um, but what if we'll largely explore the first 23 movies in the Infinity Saga? So uh, I, it's like, like what if one tiny little thing changes mm-hmm. and it just butterflies? Chaos fast. theory. Oh, my God. It's I can't great. wait. Here's the thing, though. Marvel animation sucks. Yeah. Well, <laughs> when's the last time they really animated anything? It's been a few years. Has it? Yeah. What's the last time they animated something? I don't know. I stopped paying attention because they all suck. Exactly. Like, they do like, the, you can't they, remember when they last animated something. It's It's been quite a while, so maybe they stepped the game up, especially with this studio being what the studio has been. I mean, it's not going to be on Disney XD, which, let's be honest here, you know, it's not the same shit. Uh, the Loki series will follow Lo- the Loki who escaped from New York with the Space Stone in mm-hmm. Endgame, which makes perfect sense. Um, in December, uh, December, 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 Runaway's third season will drop on Hulu. All right, jerker. Calm down. <laughs> Run it back as often as possible. Uh, <laughs> well, Runaways and Cloak and Dagger will cross over this December as well. Um, sure. I saw that it was... Ru- yeah. They're like, you guys asked. Now no. here they are actually, for two episodes. Like, no one asked for this. I, actually, Cloak and Dagger is really fucking good. No one asked for this. I tried it. I mean, the first season's not great. 
uh, it's better than I thought it was going to be. The second season is like it deals with some dark, heavy shit. I think I would have gotten more into it if I actually knew the source material, like at all. <laughs> yeah, and I don't. Yeah, and that that might help. It might not. Who knows? Um, also, at what point are the Runaways no longer the Runaways? <laughs> like they ran away. But but did you go back home? If you ever go back home and then stay home, then you're no longer. But I mean, away, home is where you call it. So if they you know settle down, not necessarily. Anyway. They don't. They don't really settle down. Yeah. Because they keep it moving. Yeah. Yeah. Shake so, it off. So like Taylor Swift. Okay. Uh, don't don't say that again. <laughs> I'm gonna say it all the time. I'm just gonna sign. My she t- will not be mentioned on this podcast. <laughs> I'm gonna sign all my text messages now, like Taylor Swift. No, <laughs> I do that thing that old people do. I'm like, have a signature in your text messages. <laughs> uh, if you're old and listening to this, uh, thank you for listening. Uh, uh, it looks like Andy Serkis will be directing Venom Two. Um, really? Mm-hmm. Which is really cool. Yeah, because that dude is super talented. He just got like a lifetime achievement award for like motion capture that stuff. Does not surprise me. It does not like he. If you do motion, if you do mocap, as they say in the biz, uh, he's the he's the guy that you go to. Yeah, like he direct. He's great at, at with your performance, which might, as scary as it sounds, might make Tom Hardy even better than Tom Hardy already is. So I'm cool with it. Yeah, 100 percent cool with it. Pretty much, if Andy Circus doesn't do a good job with this, it will be like the one thing he didn't do well on and I don't think he's going to let that happen. No. Yeah, and, I mean, it's the first like big budget thing he's basically been in charge of. Yeah. So, yeah. pressure's on. Um, finally here, uh, the Superior Spider-Man era will begin on Disney XD on that cartoon show, which I hear is okay. Sure. At the very least. Why not? Uh, and some video game news. Uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance, we were actually just watching a video on that on the side before we started. There are three multiple uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance packs. One will feature the X-Men, another will feature Fantastic Four, and the third will have Marvel Knights. Uh, Cyclops and Colossus will not be in the X-Men pack, but because they will be free on an expansion at the end of this month, which is good on you, for, uh, nice developers. Uh, Marvel Knights characters will feature um, a boy Moon Knight, which makes me real happy. Uh, Blade, Punisher, and Morbius. As soon as I saw Moon Knight was on there, I was like, God damn it, I gotta buy a Switch now. Like, I have to buy a Switch. Like, is Spider-Man and Moon Knight on the same, same team? <laughs> it's over. And that's your news. That's your supersized San Diego Comic-Con news. Okay, everybody, so we are going to be talking about a comic event that just wrapped up earlier this year called uh, Spider-Geddon. Yes. Huge huge comic event especially if you're a spider-man fan yeah like we all are yes uh <laughs> that was very weird way of saying that but okay like we all are yes chilling my inner, inner shatner <laughs> shatner at the jerker fair oh <laughs> 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 uh, what is wrong with me uh nothing uh. absolutely nothing <laughs> So, <laughs> I'm here to jerk you all. Oh my god! <laughs> Get down would, on this jerk. You know who else would probably be good? Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I told all he is about the jerk. Oh, you know, god. it's true, Shatner. DeVito. <laughs> 
Uh, anyway, oh Spider Geddon. Yeah, Spider Geddon. <laughs> um, Mike, <laughs> or who wants to give a rundown about what what? So I'll, I'll do this. That. Was about I'll do that. So it's basically the sequel to Spider Verse, a uh, big Spider Man themed event uh, where you get a multiverse Spider Man. Uh, a few years back, written by Dan Slott while he was in his epic of um, Spider Man run. Uh, so in this, uh, the inheritors um, who are basically like totem vampires essentially for like animal totems hey uh you guys want some uh, animal totems we got uh, all the totems here we got uh elephant totems and uh we got some uh the, the bears totems and uh we we got you spiders <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> <laughs> where was I? Oh, yeah. The inheritors found a way off of the irradiated world they were trapped on. Um, and once they get out, they want to take revenge on the spider heroes, army of spider heroes, uh, again. And that's pretty much where this whole thing just kicks off. Uh, to me, these are the most terrifying villains. I agree with you, right? Like, because like they're... They're almost unstoppable, and we find out, you know, they've basically been cloning themselves. Yeah. So they're and transferring their consciousness, so they're kind of immortal. <laughs> so yeah. why do you want to be immortal? To live forever. To live forever. Wow. <laughs> uh, that's that's a deep cut from an earlier conversation. House of the Dead. Don't watch it. <laughs> Awful. <laughs> um, but but yeah. So um, th- the inheritors are just terrifying and my but my favorite is morlin hands down just because of the unbelievable fights that he's had with spider-man over the yeah. years like they just like slug it out and it's fa- it's always fantastic to read yep um actually so one of my favorite things for if you're a spider-man fan i highly recommend reading this it's not a comic it's just a spider-man novel oh yeah this novels were really well done uh i th- I think it's a uh, Pocket Star, is the um, the publisher. Yeah, of, of the yeah. books. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have a bunch. It's like uh, they have some Fantastic Four, some X Men, but I think Spider Man are. Oh, I've only read the Spider Man ones, but they're pretty good. They are. Um, but there's one that the whole story is based around Spider Man and Morlin, and holy shit, is that like a terrifying story? Yeah, because it's just like. I don't know, like, if you guys don't know anything about the Inheritors, pretty much, like, if they if they make physical contact with you once. I can find you. They can find you literally anywhere. Like, at any time. At any time. So you just, like, you can't rest ever. So that, that book is just, like, Peter Parker being completely run down and not knowing, like, how to essentially kill an immortal. So that's basically the storyline from... Way back when, when JMS, uh, John Michael Straczynski, I think his name is his last name, um, set set the whole thing with Moreland up back in the day. And, you know, there's a guy named Ezekiel who's, like, trying to keep this door closed. It's like, you can't open the door. Never open the door. Spider, Of course, Spider-Man opens the door. That's where he gets silk from. Um, but... Like he's he's just trying to keep them safe. He's doing everything he can to keep them safe. They're, them and their spider totems, and then Peter comes across Moreland, just whoops that ass. Yeah, uh, like a lot. Like he beats Spider Man relentlessly. It's phenomenal. Um, but it's 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 a story about resilience. Unlike um, 
this story, which is really a story based around Miles and Otto. Yes. Mm-hmm. Peter's really not a huge part of it. No. He, go, he, he throws down with Moreland, and it's great. <laughs> that's, pre- that's pretty much his role in this entire arc. Yeah. Well, our Peter. 616, 616 Peter. 616 yes. Peter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, him and Jonah. <laughs> Like it's Jonah, Jonah pisses me off, man. He just makes everything worse. He really does. <laughs> he wants to help so bad because he's trying to atone for the years of harassing Peter. Yeah. And now that he knows who Peter is, he's like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to help you. I'm sorry. I'm going to just completely about face on this. But just, <laughs> it's like, it's like when my kid tries to help, but then just like knocks over a can of paint. And I'm just like, worse. Yeah. I was fine before you here. Thank you for not helping. Yeah. And that's Jonah. Uh, in a nutshell, um, but yeah, I, I love um, you know how this the story did focus on Peter and Otto because you have Otto who's trying to redeem himself and Miles who's essentially trying to find his place in the world. Yep, which makes that that part of it really really interesting. Uh, also, the plethora of Spider Men, like. God, yeah. So many of them. After a while, I honestly got a little confused and couldn't keep track of who was who anymore because they all looked the same. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Um, you know, you have uh, Captain Britain, Spider-Man, mm-hmm. Spider-Punk. They, they incorporated oh, a lot of stuff from the game reverse. Yes. So, and then that kind of spun off for them to make the game reverse an actual thing. Yes. There are a few... Part, <laughs> there are a few parts of the game reverse that really made me laugh. Yes. Like, pretty like spider cop. Wait, he's you, real? You have no idea yeah, how, how happy, happy that makes me. <laughs> we got to screen grab that. We yeah. got to screen grab that and put that out. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's, it's fantastic. Uh, yeah, I think Game Reverse Spider Man may have been. He's my, he was my like, favorite. The best comedically, anyway. Yeah. yeah. He was my favorite. Um, Sp- spider Ham was pretty funny. Of course. Yeah. I mean, He's Spider Ham. Yeah. Um, Spiders Man. Dude. Spiders Man. <laughs> I, I just love how throughout, there were like a few times where there were opportunities for Spiders Man to like feed. <laughs> yes. But he was like, but I mustn't. <laughs> Tastes like bacon. But I mustn't. <laughs> it's like it's like a collective hive mind of spiders who think they're, they're Peter, Peter Parker. Parker yep. Yeah, yeah, it, it's weird, but fuck it, man, it works. It somehow works. Uh, so, what'd you guys think about the overall story? Like, it was good. I mean, I enjoyed it. I thought the ending was kind of odd. Spider Man. Not even. That. I mean, yeah, kind of, <laughs> but. It's not even that. No, I just, like the way they defeated yeah, them. Yeah, the way they defeated I thought it was just yeah. kind of rushed. Kind of weak. Right? Yeah. Like they did so much work to build up this conflict. And the tie-ins are actually, they flesh out the story a lot. And then at the end, it just kind of, eh. Basically just okay. murders them and forces them to reclone as babies. As babies. And then it's just like, well, that's odd. I read that. I'm like, I'm sorry, what? But like, they still then have their powers. But 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 they were not. They're not going to be raised to be evil because you know. But well, that's, so, see, that's a question I had. I don't even think they flushed that out. Like, I just assumed that they would still have their power. That's the impression that yeah. I got. Okay. So. You brought up something. You said they'd still be evil. They're not evil. They're no, just so trying I said to. They're, they won't be raised evil. No, no, no. Regardless, they're not evil. They're just trying to eat. 
Well, okay. They want to survive. They're, I mean, that's that's the most basic instinct that there possibly is. But now they've been genetically changed so that they can eat real people food. <laughs> I read that line. It's like, true. Yeah. like, what? Yeah. <laughs> it was so lame. But uh, in my opinion, they likely still have their powers. So yeah. it's just like. So what? They're vampires? That. But like what? vegan but, vampires. <laughs> which doesn't, like. What, it's suck, weird, what the suck more on talk some about quinoa? It, the, like, <laughs> give me a break. Like, what, Yes, yeah, so I'll have your finest kale. <laughs> like, that's not going to work out. Yeah, they really did not do a good job of describing, like, the... No, and I'm sure, uh, I'm sure it's going to come back around some way, somehow. Because yeah. you have that one Spider-Man that was Norman Osborn. Yes. Pretty the, much. The so, and he had the web spider. of life. Yeah. So, I, I think that'll wind up playing out again i mean yeah. you know, they're, they're addicted to doing events um and character driven events with spider-man and whatever else so that's gonna pop up somewhere somehow like you know that um <laughs> they grow up like you're not my mother spider-man <laughs> killer and then move on who knows we did have some notable deaths like early on in the Series yes. Spider um Captain Britain Spider Man. Yes. And Spider Man Noir. Yeah. 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 And those deaths were crazy. Um Oh, that sucked. Yeah. Because now because now like going back and reading it again, like I now hear Nick Cage's voice. Mm-hmm. I heard all of the Spider Verse voices yeah. for those characters. And I, now I'm like, oh. Um But the story overall, uh I Started it, strong it, and fizzled. It, well, and honestly, like it, if it wasn't for Miles, like relentlessly trying to pull people together. Yeah, I think that was the strongest point of the the yeah. whole series. So Miles really developed not only as a character but as a leader. Yeah, in this, and I think that was kind of the point, or at least it turned out to be the point of the series. Yeah. Um, a little bit of auto redemption too because yeah. he had to realize okay i can't just be doc ock like i used to be people aren't always he's pawns. like i ain't a killer but don't push me you know <laughs> yeah oh, another stupid thing uh the scarlet spider ben riley yeah he all of a sudden dies for the 28th time and oh no now i'm cured i'm not insane anymore what yeah genetic engineering it wasn't no even insane. that though I, I don't yeah. know. well you also have to consider that from the uh, Dead No More arc that he had just been he'd been cloned and brought back with the same consciousness but he was tortured yeah. to die each, each time but why did but why killing him the 28th time make him, fix that I don't know <laughs> I don't know because they, it was they a were, self-sacrifice <laughs> they were able to genetically modify the mentality of the other no, of the inheritors no, that's, that's not gonna work. so that's, that's not gonna they can do the same thing to Ben Riley. I suppose that's weak <laughs> it yeah, <laughs> there there are a lot of weak things about this series. Yeah, to be honest, um, I think I mean there were only like two um, Peter Parker like six one six tie ins that were necessary. Yeah, th- was it Friendly Neighborhood Spider Man? Spectacular, was it? spectacular. Okay, so it's Friendly Neighborhood hadn't started yet. You're right. You're right. It was spectacular. So which were the Moreland fights? Yeah, which were great. Yeah. Um, so besides that, you didn't get much Peter Parker six one six. But I think that's that's also the point because we get sure. a lot of Peter, yeah. yeah, all the time. To go explore the others, but I think those ones were the most compelling 
like in my opinion like it was like oh shit like we already had some spider deaths is it going to be 616 peter next like it seriously kind of seemed like it yeah so the thing that actually kind of frustrated me at first was because i'm when i'm reading these i'm reading them in real time getting them as they release yeah you guys got the benefit of just like cramming it all essentially but i'm waiting and i'm reading and i'm like okay well is this story about peter because peter has the strongest tie to the inheritors but then like as it went on, I got about halfway through, and I was like, this is not Peter's story at all. Mm-mm. And I kind of wish I'd known that. Like, not that would have changed anything, but, like, if you'd set that up as coming out party for Miles, coming out party for Otto, who at the beginning was Superior Octopus, not Superior mm-hmm. Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, like, it, it just... Well... It would have it changed my expectations, I guess. A he, bit. he reverts back to Superior Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. Reverts. Yeah. Reverts. Reverse, reverse. Um, yeah. So, what did you think about the flow from start to finish? Um, um with tie-ins included. With, t- with tie-ins, so I really did enjoy the tie-ins because, like, the first is it the first or second issue of the main series. It's like, okay, well, we all got to split off. Go, we all, you all have your missions. Go do them. Yeah. And then, like, you don't really hear from them again until like the second to last issue. Mm-hmm. But like, it references things that like. E- it doesn't take away from the main series, but if you read the tie-ins, it gives you a, a more rich experience. Um, it does. Some of the tie-ins were kind of unnecessary. In my yeah, opinion. and they weren't that good either. Yeah, yeah. Like sometimes the tie-ins are still good, but not necessary to like the bigger story arc. Um, and even they felt rushed, right? Because it was just like, oh, all right, well that's really quick. Now you have this this dongle that you need to make it back and it's critical to their mission, but the story didn't really seem like the, yeah. the spider woman, one of the spider woman. Yeah. The spider force. Of, yes. 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 Sort of, like, yeah. like I was confused cause they didn't really set up that the whole story was kind of going back full circle by the end of it. So by the time I finally read the third one, I was like, Oh wait, so wait, what all this stuff, what? And then you want to pass that bullshit on to me that they had 15 minutes on that earth and they were going to space and back? That's right. Yeah. Yeah, I was not buying that. Magic. <laughs> that was not. Um, so so overall, I think it started strong with really good intentions. We got, it was solid through two character arcs, but outside of that, it just, it did kind of falter a little bit for me, especially towards the end. And I don't know if you guys have the same experience, but... I found myself constantly, and not just for the the main Spider Geddon stories, but like the tie-ins as well. I found myself having to go back, like a panel or two, just to make sure I didn't like miss something because it seemed like it just made these like really weird jumps in time. Yeah, and like it it really didn't have to feel that way because it was only like from you know, like literally mid dialogue, I would just get lost and I'd be like, wait, wait what? What is happening here? Yeah. Yeah. yeah and I, that. I just, it just wasn't, it, the flow wasn't there for me. I just didn't enjoy it that much, honestly. So, yeah. Um, I definitely get that. But uh, so what would you guys think about the art overall? Art overall, I enjoyed. Uh, there was one issue. I forget which one it was now. I loved I got to look it up. A tie-in or main? Um, 
I think it was actually one of the um, pre-event tie-ins. Okay. The Edge of the Spider-Verse? Yeah, Edge of the Spider-Verse ones. I think it was one of those guys. Yeah, Spider-Punk oh. in there. It okay. It's pretty nice. He did want to go by Spider-Punk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he is the worst Spider-Man. <laughs> but that made me laugh, like, every time they said it. It's like, this, this dude's just getting shit on. <laughs> just left, left and right. Yeah. It sucks. I don't know. I'll find it later. But the one, the one issue that threw me off was the like Western Spider-Man, <laughs> and I was like, what? Yeah. Like it, it literally, like it, it looks like someone had made this in like not as bad as MS Paint, but like some really old, like weird animation style of like maybe a comic book you'd find in like a cereal box. Or something like that. I do remember there was one issue I read. It might have also been one of the Edge of um, Spider-Man Spider things. Um, where they they drew it, but didn't have any of the defined lines or anything. So it was kind of like a watercolor-esque sort of thing, where the colors were just kind of... Yeah. I, I was not a fan of that. I, I looked at it once, and I'm like, I don't like that at all. Like, <laughs> there was no definition to it. It was yeah. everything kind of just blended. I really do like the art style for... Um for ghost spider or yeah. or gwen yeah it's 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 like um it's very defined but it has like these brush strokes on like the outside to make it like edgy you know i don't okay. i don't know no i think I know, I, like the proper term for it but it just like it has like a gritty feel to it i understand what you mean more aggressive art style um I <laughs> saw a meme from uh, all these Moon Knight things that I follow, and it was like, it's like the scene from Infinity War with Captain America and uh, Thor, and it's Moon Knight there. He's like, "Oh, I see you copied my hood." It's <laughs> a <laughs> 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 <to> ghost fighter. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, I understood that reference." Nice. <laughs> um, so, what was your favorite spider? Um, that wasn't Peter Miles or Otto. Sure. Um, like six one six Peter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what I meant. Well, okay. I mean, whenever I say Peter, it's it's pretty much always six one six. Because my favorite so, was a Peter, just should, not the six one six Peter. Should we say barring six one six characters? Because there was Peter, there was Miles, there was Otto, then there was Silk, um, who were all from six one six. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, I <laughs> I wanted to know more about Spider Cop. God damn it! Like I just. <laughs> yeah. I wanted it, um, but I'm not going to go with a particular Spider-Man. I liked Karn and his arc here because, you know, he, he <laughs> didn't really, uh, like, he, he he had a redemptive arc, Yeah, really, and that was, it was cool to see. I never thought I would see that from one of the Inheritors, essentially, and, you know, based off of how he ended Spider-Verse, uh, I, think, I think it was... It was cool. I like that. Okay. I like that arc. I love the Gamerverse one. Of course. The yeah. one from what, Earth 1037 or whatever the hell, whatever the hell it was. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just like him. I love his outfit. Um, of course you do. And I just, I just I love it. Um, and I just like how they developed that character, just like his whole personality and everything. It just, to me, that's like Peter. Yeah. And, you know, I... He was, if you know, maybe my second favorite, but he surprised me a lot in this. Um, 
I, I really did enjoy his character because it one thing I, I will say about this series is despite the fact that you have like essentially the same character, like even if you have Peter Parker's, you know, because you, you, you know, yeah. you, ha- you have Spider-Men, Spider-Women, but you have a number of Peter Parker's specifically and they did a really good job of making them unique. And I think that the game reverse Peter Parker, especially when he followed Otto, when he gave up um, Riley to mm-hmm. the inheritors, and he like didn't interfere, he just but, let it play out and watched. Exactly, and I really enjoyed that because you know if that was six one six Peter, he would have definitely interfered. Well, he right from the get go when people were like, "Oh, where did Otto go?" You know, like when they were all together at the base. Yeah. And they're like, oh shit, where'd he go? Peter Parker would have been like on auto right there. Yeah, I don't think you like, would I don't think you would have been able to disappear. Yeah. Like Pete's like, Nope. Sorry, yeah. Doc. So I I enjoyed that. Um so take that for what it is. So, so. uh for you, since you keep bringing up the game reverse, I would recommend the series. Yeah, I was going to look into it. So um, I, I was just looking through our, our shared account. I will add the ones that I have. I, okay. think, I think I have a I have a massive stack that I need to add to it. <laughs> so um, it, it just basically takes on the story of, from the game. There are some twists. Yeah. But um, I think they're they're really looking to, if, if it's sold well enough, to uh, really expand that universe and dive in a little more, which I think is actually pretty fun. So yeah. on the flip of the last topic, what was your least favorite of the spiders? Oh, that's a good question. I think, um, man, that's a really tough question. All right. I'll start then. All right. <laughs> uh, Smiley so favorite was, how the hell do you even say it? Spider Penny. Penny Parker. Yeah. Uh, even in like uh, Spider Into the Spider Verse, the movie itself, she was my least favorite there. I just don't find her a compelling character at all. Yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, man, there's so many spiders. Um, I don't know. That I really didn't care for any. No, I, I just no. I think any I, of them just like fell flat or something. You know, my my issue was never the spiders. It was always the writing that was surrounding them. Like, so I don't know that, like, there were so many that I was like, I don't know that I didn't like it, you know, that it, which is kind of weird and kind of cop out, but, <laughs> um, but like, I just, I didn't have like the, okay, well you were here, but you didn't really do anything for me. So I'm out, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I really didn't have anybody like that at at time. Super lame. Well, okay. Yeah, All I right. am. All right, uh, so I fully admit that I'm super lame. <laughs> you know, I I did have a least favorite character, and it wasn't a spider though. It was Norman. Okay. Yeah. I just wanted to punch that dude right in the fucking face. <laughs> of course. Um, you always do. Yeah. How do you not? Yeah. My God. So between him and then I also got pissed off at Otto a bunch of times. Yeah. Oh my it, god, I fucking hated when he said that super catchphrase. The yeah, dies cast. Oh my god, every yeah. time he said that. Dude, that superior Spider-Man book is like they either they lean into it pretty hard, so they either make fun of it, act like it didn't happen, or like just another character will just make offhanded remarks about it. It's like, dude, that's kind of fucking villainous. Like, why are you saying that? Yeah. <laughs> also, it's really lame. <laughs> it <laughs> is super lame. It really is. So, yeah, those are probably the 
like the two characters in the series that just made me angry. Yeah. <laughs> Did not like them at all. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, outside of that, I mean, overall, is it worthwhile? I mean, there are if you're better spider there are. stories, but you spider could do verse, Spider-Verse is far superior. Uh, not to really lean into that word right now, but um, it's just a better story top to bottom. Um, and I just think it's more compelling. This tries to build on it. In some ways it works. In some ways it doesn't. Um, if you like Moreland, you'll get you'll get that collection of the spectacular Spider-Man. O- outside of that, meh. Yeah, yeah. If you, if you pick it up on like Marvel Unlimited or whatever, not necessarily a waste of your time, but not spectacular. You could do worse, but there is better. That's basically. True. Yeah. Also, if you're trying to read this on the Marvel Unlimited app, uh, really pay attention to the order that you're reading it in. Yeah. It gets confusing with all the times, of course. Yeah. Because. At the end of each issue that is tied into Spider Geddon. Yes. Uh, it has a checklist. Yeah. And it's like, all right, you've read this, this, and this. Or, or you should have read this, this, and this. And like, here's the next one on the list for you. But then at the bottom, it has like the next issues for you to select. If that makes sense. Oh yeah. Like the yeah, checklist in, in is, the actual app. The the checklist is part of like the comic. Yeah. Yeah, the issue. The, the issue. Yeah. Yes. And then underneath, it's like you can select the next comic to read. That's some user interface problems right there. But it's not the next one in the checklist. It's like the next book of the series. Well, yes. And then just it, something related. And then also it has the rest of the Spider Geddon tie ins. But it's like, why would you even like. Just put it in order. Yes. Yeah. Put it in order. Why would you even bother putting it like in this order? It's you know, just, I wonder if. The DC streaming app is like that as well. See, most of the stuff that I've, I've been reading is like just straight runs, but like I know there are stories that weave in and out of other other titles. So, so having just read Injustice, yeah, like years one through five, uh, it does just go from Injustice to Injustice. But isn't that doesn't really tie into the main universe though? Like mm-hmm. Injustice is its own thing. Yeah, true, true. So I don't, I don't even think there have been like events or um, anything like that. Yeah, no, but I but I have read. So it makes sense that it just runs straight. But if you pull in something like, um, like if you go back and read like New Fifty Two stuff, where you have a bunch of titles like Nightwing and Batman or Justice yes. League, where it inter- yeah, like that's these, the Death yeah. in the Family or whatever. That's where I just thank you for reminding me. So remember, I texted you. I was like, how do I how do I go about reading New Fifty Two? Yes, and so I looked it up, and it's just like. Almost as if no one knows how the fuck to do it because it's like there, no one has a definitive order. Batman in particular, yeah. Uh, like you start with Zero Year, which is like the fourth volume of yeah. Scott Snyder's Batman, and then you go back. Like it's it's an absolute clusterfuck, which has always been it's a mess. DC's like like comic book heel is that like there's no continuity like real structure where Marvel does have a continuity. Also, their titles tend to get out on time. Um, and that, that legit helps because you can place things easier 
like his characters will reference stuff here and yeah. there and it's like oh okay i know where this goes this makes this is logical it makes sense as opposed to the let's throw everything at the wall and find out what happens with dc right sometimes in their continuity so so yeah that's that um yeah i would say if you want to read it go ahead it's nothing spectacular but it's not essential yeah it's not essential but uh, good enough yep um so in lieu of final thoughts tonight uh i figured i'd ask what you guys are watching and or reading uh i will actually start uh using that dc universe app i'm actually reading the batman teenage mutant ninja turtles crossover oh i can't wait to start that dude it's actually really fun yeah 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 really fun um not to spoil too much but like there's a relationship formed between batman and one of the turtles i won't say which one but like once you get there it makes total sense no yeah total sense uh what about you guys what are you what are you what are you into right now that's a good question i just finished what i was just watching like the last line or something like that um so i don't know where i'm going from here i do need to catch up with supergirl i do want to go back and like catch up with legends yeah um, it's a silly show man it's yeah and i've heard it gets really good yeah, it does, but it i really haven't does. watched anything since about like three quarters through the first season uh, so oh, i God. need to go back and restart yeah that's a good um idea. but i also need to go back and finish the new 52 batman because i think i ended at like volume five or something yeah and i just like, never read that final volume like eight or nine maybe i was a little bit farther on than that i think the next one was um where gordon takes over as batman yeah that's like eight it's like yeah, super I heavy. I think that's called whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. The, the graphic novel. Um, for me, I've actually been diving into some Marvel stuff recently. Um, specifically, going back and reading all the. Um, uh, uh, I was about to say Seth MacFarlane. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Tom. Uh, Todd MacFarlane. Todd. I said um, Tom. I'm, and I had the first two letters right. Don't judge me. Look, we've been recording for an hour and a half or something like that. That's yeah. true. <laughs> so yeah, I've been going back and uh, reading. I, that's not really an excuse. I led with jerker. Okay, <laughs> like <laughs> okay, but we've gone downhill since. <laughs> that's, that's, have we? Because I think that got real strong. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> I'm with you on that. Um, yeah, so I've been going back and reading the um, the Todd McFarlane run of Spider Man. Nice. Because I, I that's re- good stuff, man. I really enjoy his style for Spider-Man. Have you done do, dove into the, the Venom stuff? There so, you? yeah, I've oh, got yeah. I've gotten into that. I and the thing about his stuff is I I really enjoy like the main characters and how they're drawn. Mostly, um, it's not Rob Liefeld, so <laughs> they're they're proportionally better and, and they have feet. Yeah. <laughs> So he's it's, not covered in pouches, dude. It's it's kind of weird sometimes. I it's if you're used to reading like comics now, yeah. The <laughs> the art style is just so wildly different, especially when it comes to like the back, like the backgrounds, yeah, of what you're seeing. It's just far more detailed because I think you know digital is a thing now, and yeah, it's course. just it's a lot easier to make a bigger. Paint a bigger picture, essentially. Yeah. Whereas with the, like the '90s stuff and like before, you pretty much like get your main characters, your main setting, and in the back, it's kind of like 
And put this tiny little but, building, but not really put any detail into it. Yeah. Maybe there's a tree. Maybe there's not. Right. It's weird. So besides that, you know, it's all right. So. It's good. Yeah. That's what I'm into recently. Cool. So uh, that's that's pretty much it. Uh, I think next time I want to really dive into Jessica Jones season three. Okay. And yes. maybe we'll throw something else in there. Have Who you knows? two watched it yet? Oh, I'm going to binge that shit. Me too. I, I have another podcast to hit tomorrow. Have you guys even read my review? Yes, of course. <laughs> read everything you write. Um, but yeah, after, after we might toss something else in there. Um, by that time, Hush might be out, so we might be talking about Hush. Oh, I forgot about that. I did not. Uh, <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see. I, I have a plethora of topics. We need to hash that out, but otherwise it's it. Cool. All right, guys. Thank you for dropping in tonight. I hope you enjoyed everything we informed you on uh, about San Diego Comic-Con. The Jerker. The Jerker. Uh, Everyone's new Caribbean chef-based villain coming soon. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to eat this jerk chicken. You're going to like it. Um, Yeah, and then we... So we talked about that, and then uh, also Spider-Geddon. So if you want to read that, go ahead. It was okay. Uh, But not essential. So... Everybody, thank you for joining us for tonight. Until next week, I'm Sam. I'm Mike. And I'm Jesse. All right, everybody, stay twisted.